Welcome to the Immigration Hour. This is your host, Charles Cook, here. Uh, it's great to be with you today. There, of course, have been, just since last Wednesday, enormous, monumental, earth-shattering changes in, in immigration law. Uh, it's amazing how immigration law will do that to you. Uh, I wanted to first start by today talking of the, the, the monumentally negative thing that happened, uh, and then we'll talk about the monumentally positive thing that happened. Uh, let's talk about the negative. First, um, negative, the first thing that comes to mind, of course, is Donald Trump, right? He's, uh, he's a walking model of negativity. We, uh, we were subject to, uh, um, on, uh, on Monday evening, uh, the proclamation by Donald Trump. Um, this proclamation is um, really interesting uh, in that it is not as bad as I predicted two weeks ago. Um, many of our listeners know I talked about that. And of course, I had it posted on our website as a warning to people about what was going to happen. And if you were outside the country with a visa, you should get back. Uh, there was an extensive amount of lobbying by a lot of different folks, universities, businesses, some of that lobbying, although not all of it, appears to have paid off for people. So let's take a look at this. Today, uh, June 24th, is uh, starting at midnight, uh, I guess 12.01, uh, is the effective date of this proclamation. Uh, now, in addition to the new proclamation on non-immigrant visas, let us not forget that Trump also extended his April 24th, 2020 proclamation that bars the legal immigration of parents of U.S. citizens, children of U.S. citizens, and siblings of U.S. citizens, and parents and children of permanent residents, many of whom have been waiting in line for decades to immigrate to the United States. You notice he did this right after Melania's sister got here. What? You didn't hear about Melania's sister? Google it. Melania's sister just got here through family-based immigration. You know that whole, quote, chain, that awful word he uses uh, that he talks about. Yeah, Melania's sister got here. Um, additionally, legal immigrants sponsored by U.S. employers in the EB2 and EB3 categories are barred from entering the United States through the rest of 2020, even though employers have already proven that there are no qualified, willing, and able U.S. workers for their jobs. Yeah, Trump did that. Now, no one is surprised by this, right? This is, this is the wet dream of, the, of, of Stephen Miller. He, he, he literally, the day Trump was elected, he's been dreaming of this moment. But they were looking. They, were, they had to do it undercover. They couldn't come right out. They needed, they needed something to overwhelm the media with, that didn't pay attention to the fact that we were ending the nation of immigrants, that we were ending it. It was over. The nation of immigrants is gone. And Corona bias comes along. And never let a, uh, a good, uh, good crisis go to waste. And people would argue that maybe Trump augmented this crisis so he could do this. Oh, no, he, he couldn't be that manipulative. He's clearly not playing 3D chess. Some of the people around him are, though. Some people around him are bad people. Bad people. 
people with, that don't care about others and don't care about our country, don't care about our society, but who care about one thing, and that is race. It's, and it's, everything else is irrelevant to them. Let's take a look at uh, the proclamation itself, apart from the extension of the prior proclamation. All right. So this proclamation of, uh, the, on the, issued on the 22nd suspends the entry of a group of non-immigrant, these are not permanent workers, through 2020. So up until December 31, 2020. And we will know, of course, on November 3rd, whether Donald Trump will remain president of the United States. And I pray, I pray that people aren't dumb enough to do this again. Pray they're not. Um, and um, so who is included in this? Okay, who's barred? H-1B workers, L-1s, H-2B seasonal workers, and certain types of J's. Now, that's the general bar. Uh, but but it does it's not that clear and it's easy to confu be confused by this. The, the proclamation itself is exceptionally poorly written, as many of the president's documents are, by people who are not experts in the field. So the presidential proclamation only applies to people, foreign nationals. So it does not apply. We know it does not apply to, we'll get into a second. So it only applies to foreign nationals who are outside the U.S. today, starting today. If they were in the United States today, this proclamation doesn't apply to them. It does not apply to a foreign national, nor applies to a foreign national, who does not have a non-immigrant visa that is valid on the effective date of the proclamation. So if you had, if you were outside the U.S., but you had a valid visa in your passport, the proclamation does not apply to you. And third, it does not apply to anybody who does not have an official travel document um, that might be different from a visa, like a transportation letter or, or boarding foil or advanced parole document that's valid today or is issued any day after this by the U.S. government. So, so the special travel documents, other than a visa, transportation letters, bordering foils, advanced parole documents, they're not covered by this. They're not barred. So if you're outside the U.S. today, this rule would apply to you unless you also have a valid non-immigrant visa in your passport that's valid today and going forward. You can still come back. But again, those rules only also apply. So if you're not in one of those exceptions, but you have a TN, you're a TN, oh, you can travel on a TN. Visitor visa, travel on a visitor visa. Uh, J, uh, an F1, a student visa, you, you can travel on a student visa, that, that's absolutely fine. You have an O, you're, you're good. Uh, F1, you're, you're good. Um, uh, you've got a C or D visa, you're, you're, you're good to go. You have E, investor visa, you can, you can get investor visas, go and come back. Um, it's just H1B visa holders, who are outside the United States today, June 24th, who don't already have a visa stamp in their passport. So if you had left the United States to get a stamp in your passport and you couldn't get a stamp because the consulate's closed, 
then you can't come back. But you will make a perfect plaintiff. Now, the American Immigration Lawyers Association will be filing litigation on this, and we need plaintiffs. I'm on the litigation committee. If you are interested in serving as a plaintiff, you can email me at ccook, C-K-U-C-K, at immigration.net. Or you can DM me on Twitter, uh, at C-K-U-C-K, at ccook. Um, you can also message me on Facebook at Charles Cook or Cook Baxter uh, in private messages. If you would willingly be a plaintiff, this doesn't cost you anything. You're not being charged. Uh, this is litigation being done pro bono by the American Immigration Lawyers Association and our litigation partners. But we do need plaintiffs, and we would like them to be both individuals and employers. So if you want to be a plaintiff, that's great. L-1 visas. Now, this is actually something uh, the, the bar on L-1 visas went further than what we had unfortunately hoped it would go. Uh, it went further in that we thought that, co- that multinational companies had, affected, had effectively lobbied the Trump administration to, to accept L1As, and they did not. Every L1 now has to look at this rule. If you were an L1 inside the United States on June 24th, today, you're okay. You can even leave and go visa process. That's the other thing. If you were here today with an H-1B or an L-1, great. You changed your status here. You can you can go, get a visa, and come back. That's, that's not a problem. You're not barred. It's only if you were outside the United States today without a L-1 visa, either L-1A or L-1B, you cannot come in. So your employer that needs to transfer you to the United States to work for the subsidiary or the parent or the sister company here cannot do so until the, past the end of the year, hopefully when Joe Biden becomes president on January 20th, uh, 2021. Uh, he will end this garbage immediately, uh, my first day kind of stuff. Uh, that will be a great day in American history. Uh, so L1As and L1Bs, you are barred. You're out of luck. H2B workers. Now, you know, one of the most famous H2B workers um, employer in America is Mar-a-Lago. I wonder how Mar-a-Lago is going to be. How are they going to deal with it? Oh, all their guys are here. Oh, well, they're okay. Their guys are here. They don't have to worry about it. But if you own a ski resort, if you have a uh, summertime resort where your workers are not here, you have fall uh, uh, work that gets done uh, that you normally use H2B workers are, whether they're truckers or landscapers, you're, you're not, they're not coming. They're barred. This is, this is how Donald Trump is destroying American businesses. And certain classes of J-1 visa holders. Now, these classes of J-1 visa holders are very specific. Uh, these are people that come as interns, which a lot of foreign companies and U.S. companies use to train their foreign workers who recently graduated from universities abroad. Trainees, similar category, teachers. You know, there are school districts, especially especially rural school districts, that rely heavily on the J-1 program to staff their schools. Yeah, SOL, you're out of luck. Yeah, I bet you're glad you voted for Trump now, huh? Summer camp counselors, if there are summer camps anywhere, that's not going to be that big an impact. Au pairs. Oh, I bet you a lot of, a lot of working moms are going to be a little unhappy, and they've had an au pair for years helping them raise their kids, and 
Yeah, not so much now. Not so much now. Yeah, you are you are SOL. Uh, bet you're glad you gave that money to Trump for his re-election because he was helping your business. Now he's going to help destroy your family. Um, summer work travel, which uh, allows mostly kids from Europe to come in and work work summer jobs and travel in the country and you know bring money to the country, do odd jobs. Yeah, they're out of luck. Um, uh, so this is uh, that's big. This is this is big, 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 big. Now, what are the exceptions? What are the exceptions? Well, first of all, there are no exceptions in the proclamation. The proclamation does order the Department of State and the DHS to create a process for exceptions for H-1Bs, L's, H-2Bs, J's, uh, that they will announce by agency guidance. Eventually, I don't know when. This is an agency that's wildly, wildly uh, out of touch with reality. So I don't know when that's actually going to happen. Um, maybe soon, maybe later. I don't know. The exceptions are supposed to include people engaged in COVID-19 related activities. So presumably doctors on an H-1B or nurses on an H-1B doing COVID work. Not, not if you're a, uh, a kidney specialist, not if you're a cancer person. Uh, no, not you because you're not COVID related. Uh, there may be exceptions for other healthcare professionals. We we don't know. Uh, for H2Bs, uh, they're supposed to have exceptions for food supply. Yeah, because we got to make sure our Vidalia onions and our blueberries still get picked. We don't want to starve to death while we're keeping immigrants out of America. Um, and um, probably Department of Labor will get involved and create some sort of competitive recruitment requirement. For this, for H, I mean, it's a little unclear. Um, one of the biggest impacted groups are those that are approved for H-1B visas that are not changing status in the United States. Uh, you are unfortunately barred from coming in, even when your H-1B is approved. You will be barred from coming into the United States. This is, uh, that kind of sucks because uh, your employer wanted you, they needed you. What does that mean? Well, one obvious thing it means is you're going to be working from abroad for a lot lower salary than you'd get paid here in the United States. Uh, This is something that the Trump administration, I think, is salivating over. Uh, They're going to love, they're going to love having that. Um, Taking jobs, I mean, you know, because it's funny, uh, on my Twitter page, I get a lot of people say like, oh, yeah, now now I'll be able to get a job. What, you, you, you couldn't compete was a poorly educated foreign national? Oh, because they're paying them less. Oh, so you want to get paid more. But you still can't compete with them. That, that's, so you're saying the employers are going to hire an inferior person to do your previous job because they can pay them less. Why would an employer hire an inferior person? Or you're saying, I can't compete with an equally or better qualified person. That's one other way of looking at it. Um, Or another way of looking at it is I don't want to work for less money. Okay, I get that. Now, there's also massive age discrimination going on with a lot of disabled and older workers. There's lawsuits for that. You should file suit over that. I know plenty of lawyers who will be willing to help you do that who specialize in that. But that doesn't mean that these H-1Bs particularly are taking your job. Uh, L1s, this is nutty to bar managers and executives. This is, 
This is crazy. What are people like Kubota and Mercedes and BMW and Kia and uh, uh, Siemens and all these big giant foreign companies located here? What are they going to do? Coca-Cola executives come abroad. No more. You're not coming in. Can't teach you the secret formula. This is a, a massive income. This is, this is going to affect foreign investment, future foreign investment. This is this is this is stupid. I can't even I can't think of a of a better, more descriptive word than stupid uh, to describe this policy. Uh, now let's look at who doesn't appear to be effective, uh, and this is student visa holders uh, appear to be fine. Uh, STEM hasn't been touched in this STEM OPT, although we do believe that we'll be we will be seeing some new regulations uh, that will try to get rid of STEM OPT, but that will have to go through the regulatory process that will take many months. Uh, and so we suspect that at least to the end of the Trump administration, the STEM OPT will be fine. We do expect some H-1B uh, regulations because they've been ordered in the proclamation to make some changes to the H-1B regula regulatory scheme. We think you could see a $20,000 filing fee. Um, we think you could see right, redefinitions of the employer-employee relationship and redefining what a specialty occupation is. Uh, we think uh, that there could be a regulation on the joint employer relationship of professional services firms. Um, and we think there could be a, an elimination of being able to use level one wages uh, on, a, uh, on an H-1B. Um, the other people that appear to have escaped unharmed are H-4 spousal work rules. We still think they want to get rid of it, but so far they are bowing to pressure from the, uh, from the most of the tech industry where most of these H-4 spouses work um, in not... Uh, in not uh, changing that status um, and getting rid of it, that, that, that's good news. Uh, but we're going to, the other thing that's, that's not getting a lot of play in this proclamation is that Trump ordered the USCIS to eliminate work authorization for asylum seekers and to eliminate work authorization <coughs> for anybody uh, who is in removal proceedings. So people that are, or, or even people that can't be deported. All of that. <clears throat> They're going to eliminate all that. And those are hundreds of thousands uh, of work authorizations that people will no longer have. How do you think that's going to impact the economy? Oh, that'll provide jobs for U.S. workers. That is laughable if it wasn't such a stupid statement. It is laughable that that's going to happen. This proclamation is going to have a massive negative economic impact. A massive economic, uh, negative economic impact uh, that, uh, we, that, that Biden actually is going to have a hard time overcoming. There, there will be a lot that needs to get done here. Um, and as a result, uh, uh, the nativists are happy. The nativists are happy. There's a great string, by the way, that I put out on Twitter this morning that I uh, retweeted um, from uh, 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 Noah Smith. I think it's Noah Smith. Uh, he's at uh, Noah Opinion on Twitter. He is a Bloomberg Opinion writer. Uh, he's really 
terrific analysis of the uh, of how Trump has won. The one thing he has succeeded is weakening America. If you don't think that these people who now will not come will both go to other countries like Canada, which is rapidly attracting a lot of this talent, or even worse, will now view America not as the bastion of liberty and an accomplishment and as a model for the world, but rather an, a soon-to-be economic backwater that you don't want to be a part of, that people like Miller want to have happen. Um, this is why it's so important to get involved politically and move this forward. We're going to talk next week a little bit more about this uh, because this is just so important. Um, by the way, I, I did get a lot of Twitter uh, direct messages on this uh, from people. Uh, uh, one, one woman uh, texted me, yes, there will be litigation for DV lottery winners. That's actually ongoing right now. There's a colleague that's doing that. Um, one one man on, on uh, Twitter wrote this. I've been stuck out of the U.S. with my approval notice um, since March for H-1B. I'm a postdoctoral fellow uh, in biomedical research focusing on brain cancer. Can I get a visa? What do you tell somebody like that? No, you're probably better off doing your biomedical research in Canada or England or Germany. This is just stupid that we're doing this. This is just stupid that we're doing this. Uh, uh, other person on Twitter, um, I, 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 I don't know what to do. I need to travel to go home. Am I going to be able to come back in? I have to go to around. My dad's in the ICU. He might die. I really want to see my dad. Can I travel on my advanced parole? Well, I think you can. But these are the problems. These are the issues that, 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 that Trump is causing to happen on this. It is absolutely insane. Here's somebody who is... Uh, approved on an H-1B to come work at Oregon State University. Can you come in? No, you don't have an approval on us. This is completely nuts. Completely nuts. So lots of stuff is out there. We'll be talking about that more. But on the last part of this podcast, I really want to talk about DACA uh, and the, the earth-shattering, earthquaking moment from, uh, from the from, uh, Supreme Court last Thursday in uh, in issuing DACA and the decision and ordering uh, the Trump administration to uh, reinstate the program. I mean, that's what this order is. People have been asking me, well, can, can I apply? Yes, it's over. The DACA litigation's over. It's over. Um, and so DACA reverts to what it was before Trump ended it in September 2017. Yes, you can apply for a new DACA if you didn't qualify before. You can reapply if you were denied. You can extend your DACA. Uh, if, you, if you turned fi uh, 15 <clears throat> since uh, September 2017 and you otherwise qualify for DACA, you can apply for DACA. You can apply for advanced parole. Absolutely, you can do that. This is, uh, this is a remarkable thing. Uh, it is a remarkable thing that uh, the administration... <clears throat> is continuing to fight. They've, of course, come out and said, oh, no, no, this is awful. We're going to end this. I am never, you know, we're, this is, we're, you know, cancel these kids. They're all illegal aliens. I mean, it's all this horrible, awful stuff. But you know what? <clears throat> and I have some immigration law colleague, lawyer colleagues here. I'm going to wait to see what CIS does. Don't wait. <clears throat> you let them win when you wait. Don't wait. 
file your applications, get them into the immigration service, ask for advance parole. And if they deny it or they don't act on it, sue them about it. You, we literally have to hold these people accountable. We have to hold their feet to the fire. We cannot, under any circumstance, let them think that this is normal or that this is good or this is something that we will, that we will tolerate and that we will not fight back. It's, we just can't do that. We can't allow that to happen. And because we can't allow that to happen here at Cook Baxter, we're taking every possible step to help our DACA recipients get their applications filed. Uh, we're part of a larger movement to raise money for filing fees. Um, we, are, we are donating many of the fees that we receive for this, which have already been reduced now for new people, uh, to, that, to that effort because we want to get these DACA applications filed. We want to get people the protection they need under the law because, God forbid, Trump could win. There's enough people in America that adore uh, that guy, which, which should frighten all of us, that he could win. Uh, so we, we, we cannot let up. We have to fight this. And we have to let our fellow Americans know that, Im that immigration is important. You know, for example, that 71% of Americans want DACA continued and want DACA kids to get green cards. And that includes likely Republican voters at like 65%. I mean, we can't. We can't allow that to happen. We, we, we can't let this go away. Um, I am... Uh, what can I say? I mean, I, I, I was, of course, very emotional. You can check out my Facebook, uh, um, uh, uh, Facebook Live from that morning. I kind of lost a little bit. I was kind of crying a little bit. It was very emotional. And only because I have so many DACA kids that I love. Uh, that, that I truly love, that, that they're like my kids. And many of them work for me. One of them is my, is my amazing, uh, remarkable assistant, Marisol, who starts law school in August. Uh, I, I love her. I think she is, uh, she is all that and, and, a bag of, and a bag of magic. She's just wonderful. And we have, we have six DACA kids that work for us. And I need them. I want them. They, they need to be part of the country formally because they are part of the country formally. Let's, let's fix this. And we need to make sure we elect a Congress that will fix this, to make this happen. Um, this DACA decision uh, is, uh, is really wonderful. And uh, I, I would encourage you, if you have questions about it, to call us, to email me. Uh, we'll be happy to answer any of those. Uh, but the fight continues. We, we have a lot of work left to do. The Trump, Trump is not done with immigration. Uh, now, if you are interested in being a plaintiff in our lawsuit, uh, uh, which is being organized by the American Immigration Lawyers Association, I need you to, to private message me or email me at ccookatimmigration.net, private message me on Twitter at, uh, at CKUCK or on Facebook at Charles Cook or uh, Cook Baxter. Uh, we want you to be part of this litigation. We want your employers to be part of the litigation. We want to showcase America standing up to the Trump administration. This is uh, vitally, vitally important. And it is something that, um, that we really need uh, to be bold about and not allow the bastards to win. We just can't allow that to happen. We have to be 
stronger than them, more committed than them, more focused than them, uh, more upset than them. Do you know angry people vote? That's why I'm hopeful Trump will lose, because he made people angry, and angry people will vote. Um, that's it for this week. It's it's been uh, it's been fascinating. I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live uh, today event. Uh, with the National DACA organization, with uh, with Dreamers. I've also got Facebook Live on Cook Baxter today, which you're welcome to come to at 2 o'clock, where we're going to talk about this and answer questions live about the process. So until next week, this is your host, Charles Cook, here on the Immigration Hour. If you ever going to be of service, you just reach out at uh, ccook or chuck at immigration.net, and uh, we will make sure that you are get all your questions answered. Have a great day.